Welcome to the Live Your Fuck Yes Life podcast, your place for all things health, wellness, self-care, and real talk. I'm Amanda Catherine Loy, health coach, actor, and badass extraordinaire. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought with some serious real talk to help you find your passion, speak your truth, and get you one step closer to living your fuck yes life. Are you ready? Here we go. Welcome to episode two of the Live Your Fuck Yes Life podcast. I am Amanda Catherine Loy, your host extraordinaire, and I am super excited to share with you what we are going to be talking about on the podcast today. And today's episode is going to be a little different. If you did not listen to episode one, be sure that you check that out because that is diving into basically the entire concept of this podcast and introduce introducing me and uh, getting to know each other. Um, But today, I'm starting our guest series. So every single month, there is going to be four different episodes dropping every Thursday. So make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so you can get that in your notifications and ready to go stat on Thursday morning. Um, And there will be three guest episodes where I'll be bringing on a fellow lady who inspires the shit out of me and we'll be talking all things real talk and of course quarter life crisis and just how to navigate that and sharing some tools and tips that will really help you on your journey and once a month I will be popping in to your uh, pod inbox um, and sharing from my heart as if we're having a cup of coffee or tea or whatever floats your boat and we will be chatting about topics that really resonate with you um, and also uh, topics that uh, I am just feeling compelled to share about. So that is how the podcast is going to work. I'm super excited. Um, and be sure to be sharing those those things with me, the things you want to learn more um, in our Facebook community. It's Ditch the Diet, Find Joy in Fitness, and Live a Fuck Yes Life. Or you can look at our Instagram if that's more your bag, and it's at Live Your Fuck Yes Life. And so feel free to hit us up there. Um, and before uh, we, I get too far, I want to introduce introduce our lovely, amazing uh, guest for this episode. She is someone I cannot wait for you guys to get to know better, and she happens to be one of my biggest mentors and a person that really impacted so much of my life, especially during my quarter-life crisis moment and beyond, Um, and she happens to also be one of my best friends. And so her name is Anna Maria Locke. You are going to get to hear all about her in just a little bit. Um, But this is a little bit about who she is. She is a certified life coach for high-achieving women who desire to align their passions with their purpose, step into their full power, and create an inspired life and business that feels as good on the inside as it looks on the outside. With a multi-passionate background in science, entrepreneurship, and health and fitness, she will shine a mirror on your potential, help you embrace every season of your journey, and give you permission to have as much fun as possible along the way. Her Patronus is a salmon, which uh, is something we talk about at the end of the podcast, so make sure you stay on until the end. Uh, We get pretty silly (laughs) in sharing those things. If you are a Harry Potter fan, you know what that means, and what an interesting Patronus. We'll chat more about that. Um, Speaking of which, I would love to hear what your Patronus is, so if you are not in our Facebook community, make sure you hop on over there. The link is also in the show notes, Um, and let me know um, because I find it so fascinating. Um, Without further ado, I give you Anna Maria Locke and this week's episode of the podcast. Enjoy. 
Anna. I'm so excited you are here. Welcome to the podcast. I'm excited too. Yay. <laughs> we have been chatting forever, but now we're officially starting. Um, and she just told me some crazy shit that maybe if you guys are lucky, she'll share with you guys too. Um, but before uh, we do that, I just want you to introduce yourself, kind of share a little bit about who you are and how you've gotten to where you are today. All right. I'll try and do the, the Cliff Notes version because I tend to be a rambler. But my name is Anna and I live in Chicago with Amanda. We've been friends for a couple of years now. And I am a full-time coach. I am a life coach for my fellow multi-passionate creative women in business. And I help them really get clear on, on their purpose, on what lights them up so that they can create success in a way that not just looks good on paper, but feels really, really good on the inside. Um, I also do health and fitness coaching. I have an Etsy shop. I consider myself a multi-passionate entrepreneur. And I was just telling Amanda, I just, (laughs) um, I just did this like soul of my business energy session with uh, my, my friend and I guess my psychic business coach, Vicki Raisma this week. And she really reinforced the fact that, yeah, I'm here to be an advocate for light and to move people to see their own potential. So in a nutshell, that's what I do and who I am and what I stand for. Um, I got here (laughs) via a very long and winding road. So if anyone listening is trying to figure out, um, I'm assuming we can swear on this podcast. Hell yes. (laughs) (laughs) So if anyone listening is trying to figure out what the fuck they're doing with their life, I have got you, girl. Like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I originally went to school for medicine. I thought my whole life, I thought I wanted to be a doctor. Um, although as a, as a kid, I was super creative and super imaginative. So I, I really, looking back and connecting the dots, I think I was always born to be a creative entrepreneur and a, and a mentor and teacher and coach. Um, but I made some pivots in school when I discovered that... <laughs> that hard science was not my jam. And so that was the first time in my life I really learned how to trust my intuition and trust my inner voice instead of just listening to the outside world or listening to what sounded good or what I should do with my life. So I pivoted into environmental science. I ended up getting my master's degree in geography, which is a subject I am still extremely passionate about and ended up moving to Chicago with my husband at the time, my college boyfriend, we ended up getting married and he is a teacher. So we moved here for his job. And I went through a couple of years of really intense quarter life crisis right after we moved to Chicago, trying to find a job. It's really hard to find environmental based jobs in a giant city that aren't environmental engineering. <laughs> so I, yeah, I just was feeling kind of lost for the first time in my life. And I've always been a super high achieving perfectionist, which I'm learning to view as a strength instead of a issue that I have to solve. Um, So it was the first time in my life that I ever really faced feeling like a failure and feeling like I wasn't good enough and watching all of my friends graduate and get amazing jobs with benefits and, you know, get beautiful apartments and really start their lives. And I just felt like I was holding Um, myself and our marriage back because I, yeah, I felt like a failure. I couldn't find a job. Um, I did end up finding a job, which was a great entry-level job, but I still 
yeah, deep down felt like I was not on the right path for me. And I am a very values driven person. And if something doesn't feel good, I just, I can't deal. So I was just kind of desperate to, to pivot again and, and to find something that really lit me up and made me happy. So during the winter of, it was, I guess the winter of 2014 here in Chicago, if you're in the Midwest or Canada or um, somewhere around this area, you will probably remember the polar vortex winter. It seems like it's kind of coming back this year, but it was just a horrible winter with like negative 30 degree weather. And I think I was probably having a little seasonal affective depression and I hit a wall um, at my job. I had a, um, you know, it, it wasn't a bad performance review, but I was, I guess, dinged for having a negative attitude at work. And that was a huge wake up call for me because I was just turning into this negative version of myself that I did not, I didn't like, and I, I was scared. Um, so I, around that time also, I was starting to get really obsessed with health and fitness just to take care of my body um, and to be, you know, feel healthy and happy in my own skin. So um, one of my girlfriends introduced me to a health and fitness coaching opportunity, which I decided, yes, I need a creative outlet. I need a positive outlet. I love holding myself accountable, sharing my journey, inspiring other women to love themselves and love their bodies and put themselves first. And um, at the time I, I had an Etsy shop as my little creative outlet. And so I knew that I was totally fine with promoting myself. I wasn't afraid to market myself and do the whole um, selling thing, which I think turns a lot of people off when they're thinking about starting a small business. So I said, yes, and it felt good and I had nothing to lose. So I went for it and it clicked so hard. And I felt like the puzzle piece that was missing had clicked into place inside of me. And it was like, I was coming, I was finally able to come home to myself and feel like I was doing something for me that filled me up, that also helped others and also started to earn some money through it. So I ended up ended up quitting my nonprofit job <laughs> to go into health and fitness coaching, um, network marketing uh, full time, which was, it seemed crazy at the time, but also I couldn't not do it. Like I just had total faith in myself and faith that it would all work out. And I was lucky enough to be on my husband's health insurance and I'd saved up some money. So there was really no financial risk. Um, so I just kind of dove in. And then went through, yeah, another little personal crisis, I guess, after I quit my job, because um, a lot of times people, you know, when you have a side business or a side hustle or a passion project, it's like, all you want to do is be able to do it full time. But what I didn't realize about working from home for myself was all of just like the crap, the emotional, mental insecurities, the fears, all this crap rises to the surface and instead of going to work and having coworkers to hang out with all day, I was home alone all by myself, having to process all of the fear and insecurities that came up. And so I started to, um, yeah, started to really get some anxiety and it, yeah, I had to go through another little, you know, wake up call with myself and realize, okay, you know, I need to work on my mindset. I need to pour into myself. I need to figure out how to define success on my own terms instead of just constantly chasing the next achievement or the next shiny penny if I really want to feel happy. 
So I, this is also how I started discovering the wonderful world of personal development and started reading books, discovered Brene Brown, who wrote The Gifts of Imperfection, which that is a book that just spoke to my soul. And it was just gave me so much comfort. I started strengthening my sense of faith. I started connecting with other women like Amanda, uh, who shared my similar vision. And yeah, it's been and it's been a long and winding journey um, since then. I have completed my life coaching certification just because I am so passionate about introducing women to their own potential and helping them get out of their own way and be their own best friends um, and really go for, go for their big goals um, in a way that feels good. So yeah. And that's what I do now. I am Renaissance woman of the <laughs> multi-century lady. Holy shit. Um, yeah. Your story is so amazing. And one of the biggest things we talk about on this podcast and why I wanted to start this podcast in the whole first place was because I feel like the quarter life crisis that appears in almost every single woman's life that I know personally is never talked about. And so we just go through life feeling like we're alone on this journey of just like flailing and not knowing what the fuck we want to do with our lives or relationships or whatever. And I just think, like, thank you for being so open and sharing the fact that, like, yeah, you hit a wall, multiple walls. Multiple walls. Yeah, which are hard to deal with, but also just part of our lives. Um, And so, yeah, that's freaking rad. So I guess in terms of, like, the first quarter life crisis, quote unquote, like feeling, I know you dealt a lot with burnout in your job after you moved to Chicago. And stuff like that. Um, And then just going balls the wall in with your (laughs) coaching business after like not really having done it for very long. So I guess what happened that led you to just being like enough is enough? Because I feel like so often, at least I know personally, I had to hit that rock bottom moment Mm -hmm. to sort of say, okay, hands are up. I need to change. Um, So was that that experience for you or was it different? And second of all, do you feel like it was within an instant, like a snap of your fingers that you were able to sort of get out of that deep darkness that you were living in? Or did you have to take steps? Okay, great questions. Yeah. And they say rock bottom is the best place to rebuild your life or whatever. Awesome quote. Um, Yeah. I mean, and our, our rock bottoms and our quarter life crises look different, you know, different for everybody. And I think it's easy to compare our lives to others, um, both like looking at people who seem to have it all and, you know, feel bad about ourselves in comparison or the opposite direction to look at someone's struggles and think like, oh my gosh, there's and struggle shame ourselves and say like, she's gone through so much. What do I have to complain about? Like, why am I still sad and unsatisfied? Um, and that was me. I was the girl who had it all on paper. I had a, you know, an amazing degree. I had zero student debt. I had a really wonderful marriage. I had a supportive family. Um, you know, if from the outside I had it all, but on the inside, I still was unhappy and I felt guilty for having a job at a nonprofit. Like I was doing educational outreach in underserved, um, schools here in Chicago. And so my work was changing lives and it was very rewarding, but at the same time, it was draining me. And 
you know, we don't have to be a martyr in order to make a difference in the world. And there are tons of ways to make a difference. And I think in order to really feel happy, we have to figure out how we can use our gifts and talents to serve others while also serving ourselves, you know, so that we don't burn out. Um, so yeah, my job was very stressful. It, was, it wasn't a bad job. It was just a really horrible fit for my personality and my energy. So um, I was driven when I, when I started this um, little coaching side business. I was driven by a sense of um, desperation almost. And just this, at the same time, it wasn't necessarily that I had a rock bottom moment It was more that I had this restless energy, like I journaled all about this and it's cool to go back and reread my journals, but I just felt something. I felt a calling. It truly was a calling. It was this spiritual, like this restless stirring in my soul that was like, you have to do this. And it was the exact same feeling that I got when I first met my husband back in college, because I was only 19 when I met him for the first time. And, you know, as a 19 year old girl, you know, I had like so many crushes and I wasn't looking for a long-term relationship, but as soon as I met him deep down in the back of my head and in my, just this calm voice in my heart, uh, just said, you're going to date this guy. And that was the same feeling I also got when I decided to switch from, um, the pre-med path to the environmental science path. It's more of a turning towards something that's just like firing me up and lighting me up and just like, I don't know, like things are clicking inside. Um, and so for some people that gut feeling literally is in your gut. For some people, it's, it's different for everybody. Some people, it's like a voice in your head or in your heart. Uh, for me, it's in my heart. It's like this calm knowing. Um, and so, yeah, I just couldn't not do it. And so I went for it. Um, what I didn't realize though, is that there are good and, and not so good ways to be motivated. And so I was motivated by achieving and I was motivated by just like being the best that I could be. And I didn't realize that throughout my life, I've always been this high achieving, you know, straight A student because I am afraid of, of failure. I'm, I'm afraid that if I failed or if I was average or if I didn't excel in every single thing I did, that I would have to come face to the face with the possible reality that I'm not good enough. And that was just like, I didn't even want to, that hurt, you know, I didn't even want to go there. So I used basically workaholism and just pouring myself into this business. Yeah, it was a positive outlet, but I was using it kind of in a negative way, just like some people use binging or, you know, have other addictions like drinking or sex. You know, we all have our, we all have our vice. We all have our way that we numb out and protect ourselves from feeling the uncomfortable feelings that we don't want to process. (laughs) So a lot of this, this whole entrepreneurial journey for me has been learning how to feel the feels and just really process what's coming up for me and meeting myself where I'm at, even when it's uncomfortable and learning how to love, yeah, that shadow side as well as the successful side. Yeah. So key. It's so crazy that you say that like you met Ben when you were 19 and just had that gut feeling because I mean, so flashback, but like a big part of my journey involves Anna and like, I 
when I was going through my quarter life crisis, I, by just like reading her blog posts and seeing her light on social media, I just felt like I was a little less alone um, just because she was being so freaking real. And it's so crazy how similar our stories are because I also met my husband when I was 19 and I had that like, this guy is something special feeling. And then I didn't have that feeling again until I started coaching and I was like, this is a hundred percent. Like I need to do this. My gut was yelling, like screaming at the top of my lungs that I needed to do it. And it's so, so funny that we have such similar, similar paths, but in, in very different ways, obviously, because we're super, super different humans um, on so many facets. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just think what you were talking about with, you know, feeling the feels and following your intuition. I think it's so interesting and something I personally have been probably for the past year trying to understand because I also come from a very overachiever, perfectionist background where you just kind of focus on achievements that are external, right? Like we go to school. I find this so bizarre, but we go to school and everything is based off of external, you know, achievements. Mm -hmm. It's like, how well are you going to do on this test based on your memorization? You know, but it's not about anything internal. It's not about following your intuition. It's literally about just external processes. So I guess for me, I know that my navigating through and figuring out my intuition and like what that even fucking really means. I feel like it's this word that is thrown around so much, especially Mm -hmm. in the personal development world. But nobody really explains it super well. And I know this is something you're really passionate about. So maybe can you chat a bit about what you really think intuition is and maybe some tips or tools for how to access that when you have no idea what the fuck to even listen to? Because so often it's like, is it your inner shit talker, as I like to say, or Mm -hmm. like that voice in your head that's telling you you can't? Or is that your intuition or is it something else, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is one of my favorite things to talk about. So I view intuition as our inner wisdom, as like our inner compass, our true north, your inner little GPS system that is basically your soul. You know, it's basically what is what is who you are. It's who you are deep down and it reflects who you are and what you want and what is true for you. And I did, I do want to give a shout out to Jess Lively. She has a podcast called The Lively Show, um, which is a really fun podcast. But she was the one who originally introduced me to these concepts of the intuition versus the ego. So there's a lot of ways to define this, but it made sense to me. So the ego is like your inner critic, like the inner shit talker, the inner mean girl. Um, It can also be a positive thing. You know, your ego can also push you to do more. So it's not necessarily like your ego is bad and your intuition is good. It's more of how you interact and relate to each side of yourself. So the ego you can think of as um, just kind of like this fire hydrant. And again, this is what I learned from Jess. I'm not making this up myself. But it's like a fire hydrant. Like if you ever have that voice in your head or you, if you can't stop thinking, if you can't slow down, if you can't go to sleep because your voice is just looping and you're just obsessing about um, either, you know, everything that went wrong today or you're freaking out future tripping about everything you have to do tomorrow. So it's this voice of fear, you know, at the end of the day. And 
So the ego's purpose evolutionarily is to protect us, right? And so this is, and this is something I'm also really passionate about is helping women realize that your inner critic is not out to get you. Like your inner critic isn't just this mean girl, destructive force that you need to like shut out of your life. It's your defense mechanism. It's your protection because, um, you know, as humans, we're, we're always afraid of being alone, of being rejected, of failing, of, you know, being kicked out of the tribe because back, you know, in the caveman days, if you were kicked out of the tribe, you would die in the wilderness. So we're hardwired for connection. So if you have a, you know, your inner mean girl is telling you like, oh, I'm fat or you're so lazy or you're so bad at this or you're going to fail. It's just trying to protect you. So you have to learn how to look at it objectively without judgment, how to, how to listen to the voice inside your head without believing the voice inside your head and, you know, kind of like separating yourself from that voice. And that is like the first step, I think, because it's the easiest step because we all can recognize our ego, the inner critic. Um, and then once you recognize that that voice inside your head is not actually you, that's when you can start diving deeper and figuring out what are your intuition sounds like. Um, and so your intuition is that quieter. It's either, it might not even be a voice. It could just be a sense of knowing. And I think especially as women, this is so powerful in us. And, you know, I think it's really important for us to just own um, and claim this, this, um, inner power and inner wisdom. And so when you're listening to your intuition, it is objective, right? Your ego is going to be subjective. It's going to be judgy. It might see things like black and white, right and wrong. Um, might be attached to shame or fears or limiting beliefs. And your intuition is just, it's like grandmother Willow from Pocahontas. You know, it's just kind of like this all knowing it's like if the ego is the fire hydrant, the intuition is just like the flowing stream of water. It's gentle. And you can think back. I'm sure you can think back to a time in your life. Maybe it was earlier today when you listened to your intuition. Like maybe your intuition said, I want oatmeal for breakfast because it's going to feel good. and It's too cold for a smoothie. You know, it's like for, for insignificant decisions like that. I did that as today. Well big ones. <laughs> So you made a choice for yourself that was like honoring yourself. Yay, intuition. So, <laughs> uh, so I think one of the best ways to practice tapping into your intuition is to journal and write because meditation is another way, but for a lot of us, especially if you're just getting started, your ego is going to overrun <laughs> your brain when you're trying to meditate. Um, but if you write, if you journal, if you brain dump and just siphon off, um, this is called, um, morning pages, which is from the book, the artist's way, which Amanda and I, <laughs> that's so funny. We we're both reading this book when we first met each other, but she calls them morning pages. And the, the concept is every single morning, the first thing you do is you put pen to paper and you just free write whatever shit is on your head for three pages and just write and write and write. And it could be like, I have nothing to write about. I slept horrible. It's snowing outside. You know, it could be just write. And as you write, like that physical process will help you siphon off the chatter and it'll help you dig deeper into what's really going on for yourself. And so you can ask yourself questions like, 
which decision is right for me. And, you know, at the end of the day, your intuition is going to feel really calm and it's going to guide you towards the decision that is going to be right for you. It might not be the decision that is easiest or that sounds the best, but it's, it's right. And you can even, you know, project and imagine, okay, and this is in the scenario that you're trying to make a decision. You can imagine yourself, okay, what would it feel like if I chose choice A? What would it feel like on the other side? What would it feel like if I chose choice B? What would it feel like on the other side? And literally just give yourself 10 seconds to take a few deep breaths and feel. And whatever one gives you the biggest sense of peace and relief, regardless of what it's going to do to the rest of your life, you know, that's, that's listening to your intuition. So there's, yeah, I love it can that. be easy. <laughs> okay. So just to recap, so first of all, get curious with how you're actually feeling, right? So like, mm-hmm. listen to that. Um, and then step two, get quiet and like, try to claim your inner power, as you said. Um, so whether you do that via meditating or just like, surrounding yourself in a space that's I personally every morning have started to incorporate this and it's been huge and it's just going into a quiet space where it's just me and probably my dog Toby because <laughs> he follows me <laughs> everywhere um, and like lighting a candle and just getting really quiet and then journaling and just brain dumping mm-hmm. And you guys, um, all of the books that Anna has mentioned so far or people um, will be in the show notes, but The Artist's Way is rad as fuck. And it's definitely a commitment. It is not just for artists. So don't let that steer you away if you don't resonate with that label, which we can talk about labels maybe, but ugh, I hate them. Um, so yeah, it's really cool. And just that morning brain dump where you basically just like release on the bullshit that's swimming around in your head so that you can show up for your day with the, with a clear space, um, Mm -hmm. is really powerful. And I think definitely was the start to me accessing what I didn't really realize was my intuition at the time, Mm -hmm. but is cool to think about now looking back. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Anna is like, personal development guru so (laughs) (laughs) reach out to her and ask her about her favorite they're the best yeah and you can reach out to me if you want any personalized book suggestions because I've read a shit ton of books all the books yes Mm -hmm. and okay so here's my question have you always been a fan of personal development or was it something you kind of got turned on to I know personally I thought they were a load of shit and (laughs) like would constantly bypass that section in the bookstore and be like, those are for people who need serious therapy, which I actually feel like we probably all need therapy. Let's be real. Like we could all use a therapist. Um, but I just thought I was too cool or too good for them. And now I'm clearly obsessed partially because of you. So I guess were you always obsessed with personal development or kind of how did you get into that? Yeah, absolutely. No, (laughs) I, I didn't have any strong feelings against personal development. I just didn't know what it was. You know, it's, it's called the self-help section of the bookstore. And I, you know, I was always a bookworm, you know, when I was in grade school, I would literally have Barnes and Noble birthday parties. Like that would be the theme of my birthday party. We're out of a sleepover 
everyone would get me a Barnes and Noble gift card as my present. And then my mom would take us to Barnes and Noble for our like event. We would all buy a bunch of books and then come back to the house and read our books and have a slumber party. So I've always been a bookworm. Um, That's amazing. Can I just say like pause for a second. (laughs) I wish we were friends at that age because that sounds so epic. Way better than my lame ass like puppet shows or like (laughs) let's watch Spice Girls the movie. That's so funny. Yeah, it's like my dream was to have just like a shit ton of cash to spend on at Barnes and Noble. So I made it happen (laughs) with my mom's uh help thanks mom so good (laughs) but yeah anyway so I just never really knew what personal development was and I guess if I had had thought about it I would have said it's for people who have issues and need help you know like self-help it's if you have relationship issues or you know weight issues or yeah or, or you have a mental illness um I thought it was for fixing yourself if something is wrong and of course not, we never think that something is wrong with us. So I didn't really, um, yeah, I didn't really approach it until I started coaching because it's such a huge part of coaching is developing yourself. And as a business person, online business, um, you know, in general is, is growing your mind and growing your spirit. And it's, I didn't realize it was so much about self-discovery as much as it is about self-help and healing and I've always been a journaler. I've always, you know, loved, you know, <laughs> analyzing my thoughts and reflecting on my life and asking deep questions and learning, you know, sharing my life lessons. And so it was kind of a natural fit. So once I discovered it, I realized, first of all, that we actually all do need help. <laughs> and second of all, it feels so good to find a book that speaks to your soul and empowers you. It's not just about fixing what's wrong. But it's just as much about empowering you to rise and to, and to grow what's, what's best about yourself. And yeah, and to really pursue what makes you happy and get out of your own way. So yeah. I love that. What are you reading right now? So I just started reading Gabby Bernstein's new book, Judgment Detox. And if there's any Gabby Bernstein fans out there, I do recommend it. I, it's all about how to heal your judgment towards others and towards yourself. Because if we judge others, which we all do, it's really just a reflection of our own inner wounds. And it's, so it's how we can create more love in our lives and towards ourselves and towards others and just heal this separation and there's so much anger and hate and separation and judgment and blame and victimizing in our society these days that I think this book is really, um, really important and really powerful. But what I, what I really like about her is that she doesn't just preach, but she teaches, like she gives you tools, she gives you practices and, you know, little self-care spiritual things that you can do in order to feel better and shift your, shift your mindset towards more love. Um, And so one of the tools she covers in this book that I think is my favorite part of the book is called EFT, which stands for emotional freedom technique, which is also known as tapping, which is always something I've thought is like legit crazy out there. Oh my God, me too. I was like, why the fuck are people just tapping on their face? (laughs) No, but it's, and this is so funny because I do have a such strong background in science, but I've also been really creative, really open, open open-minded, really into spiritual concepts. 
so the more I learn about this like energy healing and like spiritual work, the more I realize it's all scientific. It's like all about energy. And so with tapping, you literally um, shift your emotional frequency by tapping on acupressure points. So it's like kind of like acupuncture. You don't like stick needles in yourself, but you just tap like around your face where these like acupressure points are that help your body's nervous system relax. So you're helping your body relax as you are reciting phrases about, you know, your core wound, whether that's like judgment or feeling judged or money mindset or, you know, anything you want to work through, you like feel the negative feelings that create like a rise, like a negative reaction in your body. And then you tap on these points that calm your nervous system down and help your body relax. So your body learns to chill out and relax. And then you build yourself up by reciting positive mantras and affirmations um, as you're tapping. And at the end of it, so at the beginning, you kind of rate your emotional reaction to the situation from one to 10. And then you tap, tap, tap until you feel calmer. And at the end, you rate how you feel from one to 10. And it always goes down. It's I've done it. I've, I'm very much not an expert at this. And I probably just like butchered the, the definition of what it is. <laughs> this but is I've why it's it real time. Times. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it three times though. <laughs> so now I'm, I, I'm an expert. But uh, Okay, wait, hold on. So you <laughs> tap, I'm sorry, this is just like mind fucking blowing to me. So you tap your own Yeah, physically. Face? So like I'm on, I'm on video with Amanda right now and you guys listening can't see me. Um, but you literally just take like two fingers and there's points, the points are, and it shows you where, so on the top of your head. So it's like the monkey movement. <laughs> so you tap on the top of your head and then it's like on the inside of your eyebrow. So like the top side of your nose, uh, the side of your eye, like on your, like, like your temple, eye socket, um, right below your eye on the edge of your eye socket. Uh, I think underneath your nose then your chin, then like your rib cage right under your arm. And also it's called the karate chop. It's like the outside of your hand, like where you would karate chop something. Can I tell you a funny story about tapping? So yeah, I was listening to a podcast. I don't remember which podcast it was, but the person that was being interviewed is an EFT practitioner. Mm-hmm. And so they were like explaining how to do it and yeah. kind of guiding. They were doing, it was like an EFT guiding yeah. and I was driving <laughs> while <laughs> listening to this podcast. And she was like, now take your fingers and like start tapping along your temple. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I'm like doing it. And I'm like, Amanda, what the fuck are you doing? You're driving. <laughs> so if you're listening to this while driving in your car, put your hands back on the steering wheel and yeah, don't get into safe. an accident. That's so funny. Yeah. When I first, cause I heard about it on a podcast too. And I was like tapping, like tap dancing. Like, uh, Amanda took the wrong time to take a sip of water. <laughs> Almost spilled everywhere. <laughs> but no. Okay. So I've, I've officially done it three times and it did make me feel more calm. Yeah. So it's kind of like a meditation practice, it seems. You're just being more intentional with where you're placing your energy. It's it's not meditation. It's like emotional healing. So okay. like if you feel 
like you're someone has judged you or you're judging others you have negativity in you or there's a book I have oh yeah this is how I got into it I have a book called tapping for wealth because <laughs> I've been trying to work on my money mindset so I can earn more cash and it's a whole book on how to do EFT for overcoming your money blocks and earning more money and I'm sure that if I really did this and practice this every single day for a month or two like I'm sure I'd be making more money like it's just, you have to do it. <laughs> so that's where I'm at right now is I'm just kind of exploring this kind of stuff and playing with it and seeing what feels good and resonates and works for me. But um, from what I can tell, it is legit. So it only cool. takes a couple minutes. And honestly, I think this kind of stuff is, it's kind of woo. It's on the, what what is known as like woo spectrum, you know? Woo like, wagon. Yeah. And I know you've been getting you know, intrigued by the woo for the past probably year. And I will be the first to say that I have been super skeptical on all things woo. Um, but I honestly think that anything works if you decide it's going to. You exactly. Know? And, mm -hmm. and you're right. Like, it's all about energy. And if this is something that resonates and you want to try like look up EFT on Google. I'm sure there's some shit out there yeah. and you can try it. Um, but in terms of other woo practices, um, I would love to hear a little bit about some of the things you've been like kind of into. Maybe, maybe I'll share your story if you want. Um, but I know you've been kind of exploring a lot of different avenues. Um, and I'd be just curious, like, What's your favorite thing right now when it comes to the woo department of the world? Oh, I love this question because I don't think I've officially come out of the woo closet yet. So this is my I'm you I'm out. out of the closet. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to start off by saying I think that because of my background in science, this is what makes me so open because I approach everything like it's a science experiment. And I went to a liberal arts school, so. And even at my, my job that, you know, that I quit my full-time job, I, I taught, I taught teachers how to implement inquiry-based science into their curriculum. So very focused, not just on the scientific method, but on uh, the inquiry method, which is there's no right or wrong answers. You just ask a ton of questions and you explore them and there's no right or wrong answer. And there's no way to like fail your hypothesis. You know, it's, it's just kind of seeing what works. And so um, that's why I love exploring this type of stuff. So this all started, um, I mean, I guess it all started when I started doing personal development. And it's so funny, if you literally look at my personal development bookshelf, the first PD books I started reading are very much like business focused, you know, like punch fear in the face, start the jab, 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 right hook, um, you know, fire starter sessions, which is more woo, that's Danielle Laporte. But it's all about like how to achieve your goals and how to get ahead and just this very much like driven masculine energy because that's where I was at. And then the more I learned, the more I realized there's this other side of things. It's like, you know, what you could call the feminine energy, the more creative, um, spiritual connection, like cycle um, based growth instead of linear. Um, and so that's kind of how... <laughs> How I started going down and I started meeting other um, life coaches and, you know, creative entrepreneurs online and ended up doing this, um, yeah, this like online group program last year. 
that introduced me to a lot of spiritual um, yeah, teachers and practitioners. And so I basically last year <laughs> got a crash course in like woo as it pertains to business. So I learned about astrology. I learned about, you know, my birth chart. I learned about human design. Um, I learned about crystals and tarot and all of this stuff and chakras and it was just all fun for me and really fascinating. And some of it resonated. Some of it made me curious. Some of it was like, and eh, this doesn't really like the whole, like one thing that doesn't resonate with me that is not necessarily right or wrong, but like lunar cycles and like patterns of the moon. And like, I'm sort of into astrology just because every single, like my birth chart, like it makes sense to me. <laughs> it's like, yep, that relates to me. Um, but things like, the full moon and the new moon and the energy. I don't know just because scientifically the full moon does not really exert measurable influence on the earth more than a new moon, you know? So it's just kind of take what resonates to you, but be open and be curious because <laughs> you never know. So a few things that I have gotten into. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, woo light I guess you could say <laughs> just things like meditation like I've started going to yoga regularly um I did this amazing yoga class where we had a sound bath which is like singing bowls which the vibrations help calm you down um, which was really cool I think astrology is fun but I don't really you know I'm not really into it as much um, I would say what I'm more into and called towards is anything re regarding energy. And I guess because it, it does make sense to me and you can feel it and it's tangible. And even if it's tangible, just in your mind, you know, we create our mind creates our reality. So yeah, so I'm all about the energy and all about learning what feels good to us when what's in alignment with our soul's energy you know and, and with with our with who we are with our authentic truth um and and learning how we can clear all the stuff that's not in alignment so that we can show up as more true powerful versions of ourselves like for ourselves and also in everything we do in all our relationships so <laughs> I had this I did have this amazing experience that I was telling Amanda about before we started recording earlier this week um, I had this three-hour intensive session um, with this, um, I guess she is kind of like an energy healer that was an Akashic record clearing. And this was something that was way, not way out of my comfort zone because I was excited to do it. But I went in just like, I'm excited to see how this goes but I'm not sure how much I buy into this because the Akashic records, and again, I'm like such a beginner at this. I'm totally going to probably mess up the explanation. So if you're an Akashic records person, please um, let us know <laughs> what's true. But from what I understand, the Akashic records is the, is the energy bank of the universe. So we're all made of energy, which is scientifically provable. And when we die, like energy and matter is neither created or destroyed. It's just transformed, which is a scientific principle. So when we die, it's like, where does our energy go? And where did it come from? You know, where did our soul come from? Um, and I'll also say 
this adds another layer of depth, but I consider myself a Christian. And so like religion is also very important to me. Um, and I believe that it's possible to be a spiritual woo person and have a religious faith because to me, it all makes sense. It's just ways to understand ourselves and, um, and, and the world. So back to this Akashic records clearing. So what I did and this with Vicki, she was the, um, I guess my guide, she dove into and channeled my soul's energetic past. So where my energy, where my soul came from, what other past lives it has embodied and what, what is good about me, what my strengths are, what my innate talents are, and also what my weaknesses are and my shadow side and any emotional or energetic wounds that have been passed down to me from my energetic past. And this was like, and how this all relates to my business and how I can be more successful and make more money, which is always good. And it was crazy. It was the most incredible experience I have ever had for myself and my business. It was, it was, I have no words. It just, it was like someone, it was like, she saw straight to my soul and was telling me things about myself that I didn't even know about myself, but that just resonated so hard that I was just like crying for the whole three hour session with her. And it was beautiful. Um, yeah. And it was just really, really cool. So yeah, I say be open to anything. Be curious. <laughs> Lesson of the day, be open to receiving your energies. Yeah. I love it. I think it's cool that you're just so willing to try shit. You know, because it's like we so often just look at things in the woo department uh, and just kind of write them off, you know, say like, Mm -hmm. well, that's fucking crazy or whatever. But I actually think this is becoming more and more kind of accepted in society. Mm -hmm. And I think you have the power to decide what you're okay with and what you're not okay Mm -hmm. with. And if you're curious and open to trying shit, like, isn't that way more exciting than just immediately putting up a wall? I don't know. I think it is. And so who knows, maybe this could be the thing that like liberates you from your bullshit that you're telling yourself. That's not letting you make steps forward in your life that you know you need to make. So Mm -hmm. thank you for sharing so openly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I figure if it's not going to hurt you or hurt anyone else, you might as well experience it. Um, I'll always try anything once to a limit. I did jump off a cliff once, like cliff jumping in Jamaica, and I like got the worst ass bruise of my life. Like my ass was bruised black and blue for like months, and I will never do that again. But I jumped off a cliff once. (laughs) Never doing it again. (laughs) But yeah, and honestly, I feel like in our world today, there is this massive big picture shift happening where the patriarchy is being shaken and there's new, there's this new awareness, new consciousness rising. Um, You know, it kind of started, if you look back at like the Renaissance and then you look back at like the sixties and now it's like, it's, it's bubbling up and we're realizing that the way we operate and what we believe in is not necessarily for the greater good. And so there is this rising movement of like, you know, 
feminine power and not just like women versus men, but it's more like, how can we bring more balance to the world as a whole? And it starts with us and it starts with getting aware of your own, you know, your own bullshit and where you're holding yourself back, where you're putting up walls. And then that will help you be more loving and compassionate to yourself. And that'll reflect on everyone you interact with. And it's seriously a ripple effect. So speaking of ripple effect and empowering women and (laughs) movements, what a beautiful segue segue you just gave me. Um, So Anna and I, this is the first time we're officially announcing it um, on a podcast. So very excited. But um, we are doing a really special social media movement called the Empowered and Free Movement. So do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about what that's all about and how they can get involved? Sure. And you can talk about it too. So we are masterminding this together. Uh, But basically, Amanda and I both value uh, empowering ourselves and and helping other women empower their self or themselves, their selves to be live the fuck yes life. You know, at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about being yourself unapologetically owning your truth and, you know, claiming your power, like all these Pinterest quotes, but at the end of the day, it just comes down to accepting yourself and being unapologetic in who you are um, and and knowing your strengths, strengths and embracing your weaknesses. Um, And we wanted to create a community around this and yeah, create a a bigger movement and bring, um, because we we both know slash follow so many amazing, inspiring women, um, on Instagram and we know them in real life. And so we wanted to create a platform for, for influential, you know, who we consider empowered leaders in their own lives to come together and share, um, share from their heart. And so we're doing this movement. It's going to be a 28 day movement, um, based on Instagram. So you can follow empowered dot and dot free on Instagram. And so every day for 28 days, we're going to have a different, uh, a different influencer, a different woman, kick-ass, badass woman, come on, um, and share a little bit more about her story, share what empowered and free means to her and give us an action because we are both very action oriented as well, because nothing <laughs> happens if you just sit there, um, but to give us an action to help us become more empowered and free in our own lives as well. So we're really excited. Yeah. And you guys can follow along. Just click like on the Instagram page. We are doing this for the entire month of February in 2018. So if you're listening after that fact, you can still come join us um, because we'll still be hanging out over there. But make sure that you uh, click like and click follow so that you can show up every day and participate in the challenge. This is an action oriented thing. We want to create a movement of women who are showing up for themselves every single day in their most empowered and free self. And that might mean something different to you than to me, than to Anna, um, and to all the leaders who are going to be sharing a tip. And so it'll be really cool to see what resonates, what doesn't. Um, but I think being able to really show up for yourself for 28 days as women is hard as fuck. And we just want to create a safe space and 
a really fun and vibrant um, arena for you guys to be able to do that. So definitely check that out. Uh, The link for that will also be in the show notes. But we are super stoked. um, And there's going to be some fun bonus surprises too. So stay tuned for those things. Yeah. It's just going to be fun. Okay. Okay. So we are getting to the end of our call. But um, I have some fun kind of quick questions for you. Are you oh ready? Oh boy, Amanda's like the queen of the deep questions. I am. Question guru. They're not that deep though. You'll be fine. <laughs> okay. What is your spirit animal? Oh, this is such a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I'm going to start with the most hilarious one that pisses me off and makes me angry. So I took the Harry Potter, I'm like Potter world, Pottermore Patronus quiz. So according to the Harry Potter world, my spirit animal is the mighty salmon. It literally died when she told me this. <laughs> I was like, Oh my gosh, it's going to be so freaking cool. It's going to be like epic. Like, you know, a stag or like, um, I don't know, like a panther. And it's like this little floppy fish. Um, I would consider my spirit animal to be an owl because they are wise, they are fierce, they are cute. <laughs> I love owls too. For the record, my Patronus was a blackbird and it had some really cool reasons behind that. Um, if you are not a Harry Potter obsessed human, you should become one because I am the most beautiful Harry Potter maybe we'll t- chat about this in our community this week we'll have a Harry Potter off see who's in what house <laughs> and what their Patronus is maybe you'll find a salmon friend yeah you never know yeah. okay question number two self-care habit that you are currently working on hmm working on That's a good question because I'm always working on all of the things. Um, like literally, like today slash this week, working on getting out of the house for walks, <laughs> getting out in nature because that's self care for me. And it's been like really crazy weather here in Chicago, so it's easy for me to just get cooped up and not leave the house. So self care is getting out for a walk. Love that. Simple but so legit. Mm-hmm. All right, and last question. What does it mean to you to live a fuck yes life? Ooh, to me, living a fuck yes life means being, yeah, just being yourself unapologetically and pursuing what makes you feel your best and and feel your most, like your most happy, vibrant, healthy, whole self, mind, body, spirit, and paying it forward. Love it. All right. How can our listeners connect with you on the webs? On the webs? Yeah, you can find me on my website, which is anamarialock.com, lock with an E. And that's also my Instagram handle and my Facebook page handle. Um, and I have a separate health and fitness Instagram, which is Anna Inspires Joy. All one word if you want to see my recipes and sweaty selfies and workout motivation. And a lot of pictures of us. 
Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, be sure to connect with her. She is amazing. And her blog posts are transformational. So be sure to do that. Um, and definitely check out our Empowered and Free Instagram as well. It is empowered dot and dot free. So thank you so much for coming on the pod. And I will talk to you later. And that was Anna Maria Locke. For all of the information that we chatted about in today's episode, check out the show notes at www.amandacatherinewithakloy.com slash podcast. And all the goods will be there for you. And because I know you want more of living your fuck yes life and want to make sure that we are up on the up and up, um, it would mean the world to me. It would mean the world to me. Uh, if you were to review and rate this podcast, give us your honest feedback. You know we're all about real talk. Um, but if that five-star rating feels yummy to you, um, that would mean the absolute world to me. Because I want to make sure that we are getting this message out to as many women out there as possible who are going through something similar. We need to come together and shine as a unit right now more than ever. Uh, And I believe that this platform and this way is a unique, unique, unique way for us to all shine and share what's working and what the fuck maybe isn't um, and come together. So check us out on iTunes and give us a review there. And again, if you are not already in our community, make sure to hop on over on Facebook. Um, The link was also in the show notes, um, but it's our find joy in fitness, ditch the diet, excuse me, ditch the diet, find joy in fitness and live a fuck yes life community. Um, We chat all things there and it is an open space and I cannot wait to see you in there, hear your voice shine and chat more about what living a fuck yes life is all about. Have an awesome week. Bye.